checkered flag. Welcome to the Mindset Art Podcast. I'm your mindset coach, CJ Leedy, and what does learning to drive 150 miles an hour around a racetrack have to do with keeping important aspects of your life out of the ditch? According to Henry Ford, auto racing began five minutes after the second car was built. It's interesting to take a closer look at the little things in life and recognize that similar patterns apply in almost everything that we do. Last week, my dad and I were at a racing school in Las Vegas. We're racing the mid-engine Corvette. It was great. There was a handful of different circuits we did. We did autocross, drifting figure eights around cones in a parking lot, and a bunch of racetrack time. My dad and I have spent a lot of years going to the racetrack. It's one of the most fun things to do on the planet, honestly. But as I was reflecting this time on the track, I realized, man, there are a lot of relevant life takeaways from racing. So here are four life lessons from the racetrack as it relates to improving your focus in life. Number one, where your eyes go, the car will follow. In racing school, they say if you're looking at the porta potty and thinking, damn, I do not want to hit that porta potty. Next thing you know, you got shit all over your car. Your car follows your eyes. You want to look and be aware of where you are with your peripheral vision, but focus on where you want to go and be next and thinking at least another turn ahead, ideally a couple. So this is crucial for maintaining the right balance, speed, positioning in order to set yourself up for the following sequence of turns. If you isolated one turn and said, hey, just take this turn at the best speed possible, the best angle, it would be a very different approach than if you said, hey, you have four turns after this, so base this turn off of how to set yourself up best to do this whole sequence. The same thing applies in life. Events and progress are never isolated in themselves. They are in conjunction with other actions. So where are your eyes and where is your focus? And this really comes back to clarity, knowing where you want to go. What turns do you need to take in order to get there? If you're not thinking at least a few turns ahead, you might get stuck on the wrong part of the track. You may not be able to hit the target that you're reaching for if you don't know clearly where that is and are unable to adjust your sense of direction to ensure you hit that point. So they had us do this exercise where they put one of those big like tin foil sun blockers over your windshield and it forces you to look just out the windows. So this teaches you to not overly fixate on just what is directly in front of you, but to be able to see around turns and anticipate what is coming on the track. So you can't get so fixated on your goals that you forget to see around the curves and the turns of what's to come in life. Don't get so hyper-focused on what's right in front of you to forget about where you're going and what's coming next. Another part of accurately focusing your eyes on the track, you really don't want to fixate on the car in front of you. Rather, you want to pay attention to your line and the track itself. So what happens is if you stare at the car in front of you, is you'll end up turning in earlier as you're watching the other car begin to turn at a different point on the track. It's the same concept happens in life, right? Maybe you see someone that you idolize and you want to take the same actions as they do or they did. But doing them out of sequence when they need to be done is a problem. This kind of comes back to a quote we've mentioned in the past. Don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 30. You need to look at their chapter one to understand the move that you need to make to get to their chapter 30 eventually. Same thing on the racetrack. Don't get stuck staring at the car in front of you versus focusing on the track itself, the path that you need to take based on where you currently are. Similar idea applies with don't get fixated on looking in your rearview mirrors. The best way to avoid being passed is to drive the fastest line on the track. And in order to drive the fastest line on the track, you need to be taking in a ton of information in real time that has to do with what's in front of you. 
you really shouldn't have more than 5% of your attention on cars that are trying to take you over or anything that's happening behind you. Because 95% of your mental capacity is needed to inventory all the little things that are happening at 120 miles an hour, right? Being perfectly positioned on the track, taking a turn at exact right speed and balance. And as soon as you get stuck watching your mirrors, you start to screw up your line. That percentage goes from 5 to 15 to 20% of your focus is now on what's happening behind you. And that decreased attention on what's going to happen next screws up your next few motions. It's kind of just like paying too much attention to what's happened to you in the past. You fixate on something that happened and you're either filled with guilt or regret, wishing that you had tried something different, or worried about some result that you had in the past versus focusing on what is present and what is coming in the future. If progress is your goal, like it is on the racetrack, that comes through the windshield, not through the rearview mirror. As Enzo Ferrari said, what's behind you doesn't matter, end quote. It's just like life, time, progress, development. It all happens moving forward, never backwards. Therefore, your attention should be placed on the path ahead of you. So that's number one. Where are your eyes? Where is your focus in the important aspects of your life? Are you looking ahead? Are you looking a few turns ahead of you? Or are you stuck in your rearview mirror? And number two, the best time versus the best time. This question always comes up on the track. Hey, who had the best time today? And if you ask that around a racetrack, around a true race enthusiast, guess what they're going to tell you? The person who had the lowest or fastest track time. But there's an obvious double meaning with this question. The fastest time is the person out there who drove the track the most quickly. But who had the best time on the track? AKA, who had the most fun? Who enjoyed the experience the most? Who appreciated the fact that they were out there and had the blessing of sitting in a vehicle that's the result of 100 years of engineering, hard work, gathering resources from all around the world to build a vehicle that is capable of going well over 100 miles an hour? gripping the road to put out multiple g-forces and turns accelerate from zero to 60 in under three seconds and all you have to do is sit there turn the steering wheel and press a couple paddles so who's out there appreciating that moment the most appreciating the fact that you're in this piece of machinery it's essentially a compilation of pieces of nature that have been extracted from all over the earth you got rubbers metals leathers and all these different pieces have moved from factory to factory and is now a chunk of the earth that looks nothing like it did before it looks nothing that you'd find in nature it's converted into something that moves your body hundreds of miles an hour and is artistically designed to look like a beautiful masterpiece it's an amazing thing so where is your focus are you focused on having the best time or are you out there having the best time who would you rather be and that's really a personal preference you may say hey i'm on a racetrack so guess what i don't really care about having that much fun i want to be first if you ain't first you're last right ricky bobby but beware because as we have come to find in relation to performance the best lap times come from incredible skill and practice coupled with the best state of mind so being incredibly focused being incredibly in tune with the vehicle being really in a state of flow where you're not thinking about how fast you're going. You're not thinking about chasing a lap time. You're not thinking about who's behind you. You are at one with the vehicle and the road. So before I went out for my last session last week, the instructor said sometimes he has to put a sticker in front of the lap time so he doesn't stare at it and chase that time. It's when he's in a state of focus on the task at hand that he performs his best versus chasing this lap time. And funny enough, I was talking to the other gentleman who I was kind of considering to be my top competitor at the track that day, and he said, yeah, I ran a 126.0. He and I were in the same lap group, so I started to get a little more competitive, and I wanted to beat him. So we're doing a few hot laps. I wasn't really pushing it to full speed yet. I was just cruising. I felt great. I was definitely having the best time out on the track. 
but I was totally focused. I was in the flow. And at one point I looked down and realized that I had a 125.9. And I went from running perfectly and in this flow to all of a sudden I realized that the guy that I was competing with was also right behind me. So now all of a sudden I'm watching my mirrors. I'm paying attention to my time. I'm trying to beat this guy. I became so much more focused and fixated on the time that I sort of lost focus on just being in flow, just enjoying the process and being connected to the vehicle. And like we talked about before, as soon as more than 5% of your attention is on all these external factors, you should be aware of their presence. But 95% of your focus needs to be on execution of exactly what you need to do. So as soon as I started noticing all that other shit, I started missing my apexes, breaking a little too early, turning in a little too early, and my time started to fall substantially. So sometimes in the pursuit of the best time, the lowest and fastest track time, sometimes we just really need to be focused on having the best time, about being in the moment, being in the experience. And it's really kind of like the Buddhist law of attachment that we discussed in the podcast, are you being or becoming successful? We've got to let go of the things that we are attached to in these external outcomes because they get in the way of the process. And when the process is executed smoothly, and that's where our focus is, the outcomes will come naturally. So is your life or your career, your health, your relationships, are they about the best time, the fastest time, the best achievement, the best execution, or are they about having the best time? Are you focused on the metrics and the outcomes and the successes more than the actual experience? So number two, are you focused on having the best time or the best time? And number three, visualization, which is about focusing your subconscious mind for whatever you're about to do. So one of the most difficult parts of going to a new track is learning all of the intricacies of that track. The turning points, the apexes, the curvature of the track, knowing which turn sequence comes in when, knowing how much gas, how much speed you can carry through each turn, how much braking to use. If it's an early apex or a late apex, a throwaway turn to set up for the next, you got to know exactly where you need to be, how much speed to carry. You're constantly at least one or two turns ahead of you in order to position yourself correctly. So when I'm learning a new track, as I'm going through each turn, I count it aloud as I go past it. That way you begin to correlate parts of the track with certain numbers. Then afterwards, or before the next track session, I'll spend a few minutes just thinking through and visualizing the track, seeing turn one, seeing turn two, seeing turn three, knowing your turn in points, what speed you should be carrying, where the apex is, where to break. And the first couple times you go through this visualization, it's slow. You're trying to remember turn one, I think that's that big one to the right. You're like, oh yeah, and then I think the apex is here, and then this is there, and there, and there. And after you've done it a few times, you get around the whole track. The first time around, mentally, it might take you a minute just to get through the whole thing. But the next time, it takes you 30 seconds, and then the next time, it takes you 15 seconds. Before you know it, you can run through that whole entire track in your mind very, very quickly. And the beauty of this is your subconscious mind is beginning to memorize the path of the track. And when you're able to see it in the moment, you can be a few turns ahead of yourself. Essentially, your mind is able to move faster than the vehicle. So this same concept applies in many things that we do in life. How many activities you do on a regular basis where you know what you're going to do and you could think ahead and embed that process into your subconscious mind. could be as simple as your morning the next day before you go to bed. You see yourself, okay, I wake up at this time, I go to the bathroom, I brush my teeth, I shower, I get down to work, these are the things that I work on. You just run through that very quickly just so there's no question mark, there's no reactance. It's just a response to the time you take action as soon as it comes around. You're not having to decide and think through the circumstance in the moment. 
A more extreme example of this might be a presentation or something for work. You spend some time in a deep state of relaxation and you think through the key crucial elements that you want to hit and how you will execute them. And the more clearly you lay this out in your mind, the better you can do it and the better your performance will be in the moment. So if you want to be ahead of the action, just like on the track, spend a few minutes to visualize the process of how you want it to go and implant that into your subconscious mind. And that way you don't have to be worried about the intricacies of the execution. You can just focus on enjoying the process, being present in the moment, not having to think so much as it's actually going on. It could also be something like within your health, knowing that you want to go into the gym later that day or visualizing the things that you will or won't eat that day could be within your career. If you know very clearly what your goals are and you know the steps to get there, spend some time thinking about going through that entire process. See yourself reaching that goal and what comes next afterwards. And number four, turn your focus inward. So this is a very common theme in aviation. You need to be in tune with yourself in order to know the best way to modify for optimal performance. Beforehand, before you get in the race car, before you get in the plane, you should ask yourself, am I in the right state of mind? Am I in the right physical capacity to take on a dangerous task like this? And if you decide not, hey, I've got a bad cold and it's affecting my ability to perform, or I have some really distracting things going on in my life and I'm not gonna have that 95% attention that I need to execute, it's okay to sit those couple of laps out just like in aviation, they say it's better to be on the ground wishing you were in the air than in the air wishing you were on the ground. And on the track, I guess you could say it's better to be sitting in the pit wishing you were on the track than be crashed into the wall wishing you had stayed in the pit. So whenever we're doing something intense and important, our body physically exerts more tension and energy. Therefore, a long day on the track, you need to be able to relax your mind and body or you're going to hit fatigue before the race day is over and you're going to get sloppy. It could be the same thing in your work day. If you're pushing yourself all day but not checking in to make sure that you're staying relaxed, staying cool, calm, and collected enough to withstand all of the important moments of this day, then you're going to hit that fatigue. You're going to hit that wall. A couple simple ways you can check in with this. Are your shoulders relaxed or are they holding unnecessary tension? Are you gripping your jaw? All of these little things, maybe it seems insignificant, but just like on the track, these little things over the course of the entire race will have a big impact. And life is really more like the Daytona 500 with a million laps versus one rip down a drag strip with a quick start and a quick finish. It's a long, long road. You need to check in with yourself frequently. So that's number four. Take a little time to focus inward before and during the activity to make sure that you are mentally and physically in the right state. For our tool of the day, what is an area of your life that you want to increase focus within? Go through all four pillars that we covered today. First, where are your eyes? Where is your focus? And where should it be? Where are you trying to go? Are you making sure that you are looking all the way down that path? Number two, are you focused on having the best time or are you focused on having the best time? Number three, Spend a few minutes to visualize the process. See it so clearly that your subconscious mind is able to play it out faster than reality comes at you. And number four, focus inward. Are you fit for flight? How are you feeling? Is there anything you can do to give yourself a boost or to relax a little bit during the process? Bada boom, bada bang. That's what we're working with today. It would mean the world to me if you want to leave a rating review or share this with somebody that you thought might find value. But more than anything, as always, I appreciate you being here. For more info on coaching, the book launch, and other mindset motivation, head over to cjlead.com. This is the Mindsets Our Podcast. Thanks for going to MI with me today.